All right, we're going. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, we are here recording our next session um, of our podcast, and I don't. That's all the intro I got today. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's the only intro I got today. So, hope you enjoy. Hope you get a nugget out of this one. So, Jason and I were kind of talking about where people are at right now, and this sort of like general sense of overwhelm in the world. I think kids are feeling overwhelmed, but maybe they don't have that word and it presents in other ways. I think we as teachers are feeling overwhelmed. For me, it's hard to not know when the end of COVID will be um, or like when things will get back to normal or if we ever can get back to what we knew as normal. Um, but something that hit me this week was that it was the 27th and 28th days of school and those felt noticeably better to me. And it made me think about how building a habit takes time and getting back in the swing of thing takes time. And so maybe, hopefully, we're heading into like that smoother time of when you're in the rhythm and you're in the flow of things and it doesn't feel so crazy. Yeah, and like... I don't know if this resets the clock with that 28 days, but like we had a lot of changes happening consistently at the beginning of the year. Like, um, like oh, we're gonna cover every day. That's a change. That that messes things up. We have to cover our colleagues who are um, not here, or um, there's a there's a change to the mask rule. Like officially, not just at the school, but officially for the community. And now kids are having to navigate that and maybe maybe that resets the clock. I, I don't I don't actually know. I'm I'm really just talking. Well um, I think it adds a layer for sure, whether it like officially resets things, it adds more time probably to undo the confusion. Yeah. And so man, twenty I don't know how you feel, Candy, but the twenty eight <laughs> days felt way longer than twenty eight days. Like we've been going since the middle of August and it's coming towards the end of, I mean, I guess we're towards the middle of the end of September. Right. Um, and it definitely has felt like a super huge uphill struggle that has felt longer than that. Agreed. Someone uh, who used to be in education that I was talking to this week, but she's retired, she mentioned too, like kids were spending a lot more time at home. I think parents are well-intended, but like swoop in and solve the problem. So I think we were kind of fighting against that too with kids coming back and not being willing to try things and just yeah. shutting it like, my Wi-Fi won't work, my computer's not charged, blah, blah, blah. waiting for parents <laughs> to like swoop in and fix it, right? But they're not here and we are and there's 40 of them and I can't solve it. Can't so can't solve all the problems, yeah. That's... <laughs> that. um, yeah, that is definitely a thing. Like, you can solve this problem. Like, I don't have a pencil. Well, <laughs> what would you do if I told you for $10 million all you have to do is have a pencil? Like, what would you do? <laughs> You'd probably get up and find a pencil. Mm -hmm. um, and so they, they can solve a lot of those problems that they're not solving. And that's, like, I think you had a perfect word. Just another little layer and those layers, some of them are pretty small, but they add up. And they feel heavy they that we're carrying them all. Like little, <clears throat> little plastic sheet layers. Just <laughs> up, 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 and before you know it, you got a billion sheets of plastic <laughs> layers on you, and there, you can't walk straight. 
walking all hunchback. So, uh, I mean, man, the light at the end of the tunnel, right? If this 20, like, if there's some, definitely there's truth to it, but, like, connected to our school environment, if the kids can somehow, like, unconsciously internalize, okay, I've been doing this for a while, I, I'm, I'm tired of them being on my back about this, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get in line and we can see a little small light at the end of the tunnel, we can put a small smile on when we walk out instead of a deep <laughs> breath <Sigh>. and shoulder <laughs> drop. Like. Yeah, I think too, just the, they seem more impulsive and I they think do. that's because they've been at home too, where like they can shout out, the Wi-Fi is not working. <laughs> like that probably actually solved the problem for them. <laughs> Whereas here, like that makes it worse. And just because you're thinking a thought doesn't mean it needs to come out your mouth. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, and I feel like in that same vein of like impu impulse control, they the things that they will say to each other on social media or say to someone on social media that maybe they don't even know. Um, and we would be like, um, I don't know what the word is, afraid or appalled to say some of the things to another human being that they're saying to each other. Like it's just coming out. It's not staying on social media anymore. It's like literally we would never think that they might say that to somebody and they're saying it to their face in the middle of a classroom and I don't know who knows what they actually realize what they're doing I, I I don't actually know but that's happening they're just at each other's throats sometimes and yeah all connected it's all connected it is it's that's interesting that you say that because they are impulsive with what they say and they aren't doesn't seem like they're very thoughtful or if they are they don't care <laughs> that it's gonna like hurt someone else mm -hmm. or stir up this issue or almost it feels like if it does stir up the issue that's what they want yeah like offsetting the balance of things I think the other thing I've been thinking about is like our own sensitivity levels like as an explorer teacher I taught alone in a classroom by myself all year last year it was quiet. It was glorious. <laughs> In some ways, <laughs> pros I and cons, was pros and cons. <laughs> not overstimulated <laughs> at all. I was barely stimulated. And so now to be in a classroom with 40 humans who are impulsive, who are just shouting out and not solving their problems and saying every thought that's crossing their mind, like that's a lot of feedback to process through in the course of also trying to teach them things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I think it's taken me this long too to get back in the swing of like, wait a minute, <laughs> we got to stop because this isn't how we're going to treat that person or this isn't how we're going to treat me. And I am not 100% for sure. Like there are these moments where I'm just standing in the middle of the room like, how is this happening to me right now? <laughs> what is going on? Why, I, what? Was I sleeping for a few minutes? <laughs> Rusty was saying he calls it the twilight. I'm like, where are we right now? And I think we're all kind of experiencing levels of that in different ways. Um, and I think just remembering to give ourselves grace that like we're adjusting to a ton and those 
heavy invisible plastic layers are upon us <laughs> they are and they um like i don't i don't know just was thinking about it popped into my head this heightened level of anxiety weighs on us and so teaching is hard teaching in general just by itself is hard teaching remotely during the pandemic is hard is extra hard teaching um in the second year after a pandemic has started and people are starting to come back and or not starting to come back but people are back and you have classrooms of 40 again um that's and and the thing that would cause the pandemic is not oh gone away like it's still there we just have different yeah we have a different way of you know operating while it's happening um like this uh is like connect is like the trauma informed practices where we probably have been in a heightened state of alertness mm-hmm. for a long time um especially from the hours of 7:30 to what time do we get out of here 7:30 to 4:30 yeah. um and then when 4:30 hits we have this release and we don't have enough time to recover mm-hmm. going home and eating dinner with our family and and you know planning our lesson and editing a slide or 20 um or you know making copies or finding an activity finding an experience for them to do like then going to bed um we don't there's not enough time to recover before the next 7:30 to 4:30 thing hits and before you know it we're we're wiped so um i hope this light at the end of the tunnel is like there i hope it's real i hope it's not just a figment i like the idea that this 28 days can give me a light there and the kids are starting to I don't know adjust maybe I don't know if that's the word but yeah um get and, back. and help us like help help the community not just be selfish about what they need and not just only give you what you need like adjust to a community feel um mm. and this heightened state of anxiety is not going to go away but maybe um if they, if we continue working with them and keep you know pointing out the elephant here like hey let's talk about this um they can begin to work with us and we can lighten each other's load i don't know i think that's a good point about like the community they haven't been in this big of a group for a while mm-hmm. you know and one of my eighth graders actually said today, she's like i actually feel like a sixth grader cuz the last time i was in real school I was in 6th grade and it's like yeah that she's right and we've talked about that before that like they're 8th grade size bodies but they're 6th graders in there or a 6th grade body with 4th graders in there. I mean, yeah. I don't teach elementary because I taught 4th grade for 3 <laughs> years and I was like, "No, I cannot do this." Uh. <laughs> so now that they're back again as 4th graders in 6th grade like Yeah, it's tough. And I I almost wonder if our boundaries matter more than ever now to retrain them and just get them back in the swing of like mm-hmm. this is not how we talk to people. This is not how royals behave. This is not how we treat teachers or other students or just like really really repeating ourselves a ton to they, rebuild that community. Yeah. And they can be bicultural. They they can treat their friends one way outside of the school and treat those same people a different way inside of school. They can learn how to do that. We can help coach them 
in that way. And it's going to take time and it's not perfect, but, uh, no, but, and <laughs> like you can, it can be done. Like they can, they can do both. They mm-hmm. can have two different, um, sets of parameters, maybe boundaries, like you said, is the right word. They can have two sets of boundaries about where, how they treat people. Um, uh, you jogged my memory about something, but I lost, I lost my train of thought there. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's not going away. It's still hard. It's still extra hard. And, um, I, you know, this, this craziness and I mean it can't it can't last forever can it (laughs) it it can't (laughs) it it really can't as long as we keep coaching and we keep you know holding true to our values and like holding them accountable to the bar that we want them to be at as long as we keep doing those things as exhausting as it is they to start they they can they can do it they can um they can get there like um, it might take long. It's going to take longer than it normally takes, mm-hmm. which um, is frustrating. Which and stinks, one more layer, which really stinks, right? That adds another ten plastic layers. It's going to take right extra long. And if this is like your first year teaching, like this is all you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, does this? Mm. Did I? Did I? I don't know if this is what I signed up for. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I. I don't know. It's tough, and stick with it. Reach out. Like that's what we're here for. That's what this podcast is for. Hopefully, you get a nugget out of it. Um, that's what I was gonna say. Like, make sure you're taking care of yourselves. I think yeah. I'm finding this year more than ever laughing with people that I can joke with and have those conversations is helping me a ton. Like, I make sure I'm taking care of myself and doing things that are just mine, like working out and eating right and journaling so that I can keep my head on straight because I think we can't pour from an empty cup so if you keep pouring out your cup like Jason was talking about I mean you're just gonna break your cup (laughs) it's just gonna be gone yeah um and I am a terrible uh I'm terrible at that and like I'm much better than I used to be at at self-care and making sure I take time to do that and it's ultimately what I'm discovering is that like I'm okay I wanted to fret about all the work that I could be doing and wasn't doing because I was exercising for an hour but that work's still there and I still can make it happen so same I work um, out for an hour six days a week and I still get my stuff done so take that time just try it self-care just do it and then reflect at the end like did I was I okay did I make it you know was was whatever I thought was going to be a nuclear bomb, a nuclear bomb, or did it, did it go okay? Did I get everything that I had to get done done? Or maybe even it went better because you could manage your energy differently because you filled your own cup and took that time for you. Boom. 